Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Kayflip's Heroes. Yeah. I like to think this is episode um, nine, but as always, you know, I'm not back here by myself. I'm here with my good man, my great man. Get up for Eric. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. I want to first, you know, thank you for coming onto the show. This has been an episode um, long, long, long in the making. You know, due to you no know, schedule changes on both halves. And actually, you know, this whole ass thing called a pandemic, uh, the thing called life, and it finally brought us back. What you been up to, my good man? It's been a. Uh... It's been a long, interesting pandemic. Uh, got into making hot sauce, obviously. Uh-huh. Uh, started started camera work. Uh, haven't really fully broken into that, but I've done a lot of filming these past couple of years outside of work. I uh, got a new camera. Got a new camera, people. Moved. I want to say I've moved like three times in the past two and a half years, so that's been a little taxing, but I'm set up now in North Hollywood, so that's that's nice. You had to move? Like, was this like by choice at the end of the day, this, la- this last move? Um, there's actually two moves. Um, so I moved out of the house because um, the lease was up and um, the boys were just taking the house in another direction and they needed the space. So I I left the place and they were they didn't uh move someone else in. They actually are using the room for a studio. I really miss that pool. I think so. I I miss that pool. I definitely swim. I felt like I was in it more than most, but who knows. I was in it more than you actually. Like the day that you went to work, I was that's why I used to hit you up all the time. <laughs> I was like, yo, Eric, what's your schedule looking like? So I can like, you know, Swing through. It was a little closer too, up on the uh, four hundred five, versus now. I took the one ten down to get here. Even better on the other side because I'm on the other side of the hill. But um, yeah, so I moved there. Then I was staying with I don't know if you knew Ed Weathers. Um, knew staying with Ed for a hot minute. He helped me out. That was really nice. Shout out to Ed. And um, I missed that place. That was a really cool place too. Um, it's just the two of us right on Tahunga. Ooh. There's Aroma Cafe and LBK Pizza right there. There's acai bowls. There's It's a really interesting, cool little part of town. It's really nice, actually. What neighborhood is that? Uh, technically, that was Studio City. I like Studio City. Yeah. Um, there is a pretty dope-ass spot in Studio City. I make um, vignettes. I, it's the one ran by Christina Milian. I think I know the one you're talking about. I don't know the name of it though, but I know exactly. It's yeah, it's it's down close to Ventura Boulevard. It is. My girlfriend and I go there all the time. Um, 
I don't know if she likes it as much as I do, but I I like the hike. And it's cheap, too. Yeah. There's some really good spots where I am. Rodini Park is my favorite restaurant. Uh-huh. has been for the past, like, since I've moved to L.A. It's just really good shawarma. It's just really good. And they do weekend specials. They, do, they got the lamb on the weekend. They got, like, pork during the week. You got the lamb? I'm there for that. Yeah. On Saturdays and Sundays, they do lamb. And I think on Friday, they do a whole shank. Ooh. Um, and then with the leftovers or, like, the stews, that's what I think they got on the weekend. They do the, like, whole shawarma, and they take everything else, and they, like, fry it up. It's really good. <laughs> I need some of that in my life. We went to uh, this Brazilian restaurant, and my boy was in charge of um, the food coming back and forth. So it had this, um, it looked like a stoplight. Oh, you went to Fogo de Chao. That's where we went to. You went to Fogo de Chao. Exactly. They're awesome. It had, um, no, the top is red, the middle is yellow, and the bottom is gray. We had no idea <laughs> why they kept coming for about an hour. Especially <laughs> like, can you please know? <laughs> and they were like, we're just doing our job. Couldn't find out. This some of a bitch. Every time you know we flipped it back over, he flipped it back up. We put the red up, he put the green up. I cannot tell you how much that blew up. <laughs> <laughs> so how this? How is your hot sauce venture? Tell me, tell me all about Eric's hot sauce. So it started a little over a year ago. Um, at the end of the year, I try to make all my closer production coordinators, production managers, and bosses, and friends, I try to, like, make something culinary at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So, like, a couple years ago, I did the spice rub. Last year, I made the hot sauce, and it just took off. Like, it really took off, and everyone was like, more. And I was like, all right. So I, like, started getting into it, and then pandemic happened, and then... I really went down the rabbit hole. You really baked upon the gram. I I got my own peppers in my backyard. I was growing them. I was learning how to ferment. I did all of that. Um, I made a big mess. I cleaned it up every time, but it was it was awesome. I learned a lot, and uh, now I would say about a year or so later, it's it's. Really is a passion project, but I am. It's, it sucks. It's like I have to charge people for them now. It sucks. What, what like, the, what the first name? one's always on the house. Uh, the name. So I've kind of been avoiding the name because I don't have it officially released on my on Instagram or anything yet, and I um I can't meet keep up with my own supply. But it does have an official name. Um, it's going to be Smolecraft Hot Sauces because my last name is Smolen, so S M O L C R A F T Smolecraft Hot Sauces. Um, Bam! It's uh, it's gonna be good. It's probably gonna be within the next two weeks. I'll have my logo done, and finally, everyone who's been talking shit, yeah, I'll, I'll have real labels on my. <laughs> I'll have real labels soon. It's it's coming, um, because it's just it has it's taken off, and because it's taken off so much, and fortunately, because it is now pandemic is kind of at least for us over, and we're so essential. Um. 
I really don't have the time to do the ferments anymore, so I've actually, in my latter months, switched to roasting. Ooh. Boo, everyone's going to hate on that because whatever sophistication. But the reason why, you know, at the end of the day, you ferment and roast peppers, I'll be quick on that, is just you are, you're playing with flavors, right? And, like, yeah, you can let something sit for, you know, a couple of months. It'll get some weird flavors. I like the flavor of roasting something in the oven. It's not about whether it takes 45 minutes, two hours, or two months, or four months. It's what flavors do you like? So at I think... Uh, I have no problem making my hot sauces ridiculously spicy and flavorful with or without fermenting. I've done both. Um, could it be lazy? Yeah, probably, but also time management, but also I literally cannot keep up with my supply. I make, I make 10 or 12. It takes me three or four hours to make 10, 15 bottles of hot sauce. You hear that, people? I show up on set the next day. It's gone. It's gone before lunch. Everyone's like, can I have? <laughs> and what do they go for price wise? Uh, fifteen right now. Fifteen? That's not bad. And it's like the same size as what? It's like a five ounce bottle. A five ounce bottle, people can't lose this. Bottle. So, what kind of peppers are you using? Most of my sauces are jalapeno, serrano, and habanero based. Ooh, because that is what's readily available year round in California. And I am kind of worried if I go home. Um. I'm definitely worried about pepper supply because <laughs> unlike California in New England, I definitely can't walk into a Vallarta <clears throat> and buy three pounds of habaneros and turn all the heads in the store and just walk out for like, I don't know, not even 10 bucks. That that would probably cost me, I don't even want to know over, over there. It would probably cost me 30 bucks to, if I could even find that many peppers over in And England. you're taking everyone else's peppers in this store. Exactly. At least in Vallarta, they have a giant basket. And mm -hmm. even though I'm taking three pounds of habaneros, even in Vallarta, that's like, okay, there's still another like three or four pounds in the right. thing. And every time I'm there, there's like some tiny little person just walks up and takes like one or two and puts them in the bag. And I'm like sitting there just fisting these things. Don't feel bad about yourself. And I'm just story. like, uh, everyone's like, what are you doing? And I sometimes I joke with people. I'm like, oh, I make mace. <laughs> just like, just like, it just, oh, it's for salsa. Everyone's just like, oh, okay. No si a side, like a side note. Funny. <laughs> if you do, if you do start making maize, <laughs> you you will already have steep uh, steep competition with Jerry, the five dollar knife guy. He makes his own. No, but he sells maize. Oh yeah, yeah, the little, the little um, clickers. Yeah, like the the ten dollar ones. But yours is like, if you start making your own mace, you gotta realize it. You're gonna tell people like, well, first and foremost, this is organic. <laughs> this is organic, uh, vegan maze. And not only is it maze, you can also make yourself some, you know, put on your your tacos. You've seen Homer Simpson do it, right? Oh yeah. But this time, it's a little less intense. Yeah. So, I'm like a I'm like a solid two. I'm a solid two on the hot o meter. Sure. Anything past two, we're gonna have a very bad doo doo. It's not gonna be a good time <laughs> after that. What is your like your level hot? I would say I'm going anywhere from like three or fours to like. 
eight to nine. Maybe, maybe, maybe past eight. Why, why nine and not ten? I can make a ten. The only reason why I haven't made a ten yet is because make five twos. Got the uh, peppers for it. I haven't yet gotten my hands on a Carolina Reaper pepper. Um, I've got the recipes down. Like I have a notebook. Like I know how how I literally know exactly how I'm going to do it when I do get my hands on them. That is the one trade off. To going to the East Coast. If I do go to the East Coast, I'm going to get my hands on some crazy peppers that we don't get out here. What we have out here is consistent year-round. I can get bags and bags and bags of jalapenos, serranos, and habaneros, which uh-huh. is why that's kind of what I base most of my sauce on. Uh, a couple of the sauces I'll get, um, I, I will I will put some ghost peppers in. I've, I've gotten a couple of those, but um, still nothing like crazy like a double chocolate, a naga, or anything like that. Something, like, of those crazy Reaper varieties oh, and God. stuff like that. Those, like, five-pot, seven-pot chilies. Nothing super crazy. I will say the one plant that I still have that I'm the most proud of is a Scotch bonnet plant. What is that? Scotch bonnet peppers are Caribbean in origin. Um, They're, like, from, I believe, like, the Bahamas and the Dominican uh-huh. kind of area, and they're basically they look like they're habaneros, but they're not. <laughs> they they're uh, it's kind of the only way I could describe them. They're more like um, donutty and bell shaped. They have okay. a really really interesting shape to them, and they're uh, it's just a unique plant, and no one you can't go to a store and buy. I mean, again, it's like one of those peppers that you just can't can't just go buy these in the store like even a fancy restaurant's probably gonna have a well they can go to restaurant depot or something but i don't even know i i've never seen in my life scotch bonnets in Mm -hmm. the supermarket i'll tell you that much yeah they're about the same heat as a habanero but they are uh i would say they are sweeter than Uh a habanero for sure um habanero is definitely more peppery um and this, I don't know how this really translates with hot peppers, but if you're shopping in a supermarket, fun little thing, when you look at a bell pepper, they have prongs. And right. if they have an odd number of prongs, it's going to be a sweet pepper. If it's a even number of prongs, it's going to be more pepper flavor. So depending upon what you're cooking... Mm-hmm. You know, usually I use green peppers for pepper flavor. So you want like the four pronged green pepper. If you want a sweet pepper, your red and yellow pepper, you just get the little three pronged ones. Because if you right. do get a four pronged red or a yellow pepper, it's not that it's not going to be sweet. It's just going to be more peppery in flavor. It is, but I also thought that was the fact that um that was the sex of the um, the fruit. You might know more than I do about that one. I actually don't know that. I I if I'm wrong, wrong from right or right, awesome. But mm-hmm. I. I think it also plays into the fact that, yeah, three or four odd even determines the sex. I wouldn't, I would, that totally makes sense. Um, Yeah, but it's just kind of backtracking. It's just, it's taken off. Mm-hmm. So now I'm at the point where I get a day off, you know, I wake up, I will make a round of hot sauce, I'll work out. It's noon, one o'clock. Cool. That's like, that is the start to a day off. Mm-hmm. 
and then I'll eat because <laughs> I won't usually eat until like one in the afternoon, I had which to, is I, not necessarily good or bad, but also yeah, I didn't. Sure, you've noticed the last time you've seen me, I'm a lot smaller. <laughs> this may, I I had to I had to bring this up. Um, Eric, you weren't like a the a big guy. You just had like a little bit more weight on you. Pudge. It was like all right. There was like Eric Cartman. Yeah, and then there's um like Clyde. Like yeah. Clyde wasn't yeah. wasn't you know he wasn't that but yeah yeah he was bigger than um yeah who flipped Craig he was bigger than Craig Craig flipped people off see I know these things <laughs> Cartman Clyde and Craig but yeah shout out to you like what made you decide to go on this what weight what we call it, a weight loss journey yeah it's just more like <clears throat> I would just say like. A wellness journey. Uh-huh. I was just like, I've been, I looked at myself, I was the heaviest I'd ever been. Classic story, and I was like, yeah, time to change that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, not everyone's, not tooting my own horn, but not everyone has the same constitution or willpower. It definitely sucked the first year. I definitely lost determination or motivation, but <clears throat> it took a couple of different things. But uh, there's no... Beating around the bush. Yeah. It's just, you know, at the end of the day, when it really comes down to it, calories in equal calories out. So if you know your weight and you know what you're putting into your body and you know how much you're exercising, you can eat whatever the hell you want, you know. But I was. I wasn't working out five or six days a week. I was working out six or seven days a week for about a year and a half there. God damn. And now I probably work out like... I probably work out almost every day, but it's not intense. Mm-hmm. I use a resistance band. When I say it's not intense, I'll say it's not like me working out for an hour and a half. But that being said, you'd be surprised. After that 30 minutes, I am drenched in sweat. Every time. Yeah. Every fucking time. I am like completely drenched in sweat. From within, a, it's a great workout. From within about five to seven minutes, uh-huh. you're about, you're like, Full sweat into that workout. Um, what's your resistance weight on this? Started with, I want to say, a while ago, like a couple years ago, I started with 40. Uh-huh. We're at 80 today. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> we have a clap. <laughs> but the total numbers were pretty much, yeah. I went from... Just shy of 200 pounds. I went down. The lowest I got was 155. Ooh. And now I'm like trying to build muscle and I'm sitting at 165. So it's like. So you're comfortable where you are now. I'm like a. It's, it's the worst for shirt sizes because I'm like a large is a dress. Uh-huh. But a medium is like, hey, you got boobs. <laughs> it's, it's, there is no in between. Like up top, I am, I'm a large, but down below, it's a medium now. I've gone down like almost four waist sizes. Too. Wow. It's, it's nuts. Like I can, if I had to, I can squeeze in a 30s. I, I do 32s, but like I, I've, I've squeezed into a couple of pair of 30s already. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, <laughs> I know, I know there's a, like for the longest, it was always just small, <clears throat> medium, large, extra large, so on and so forth. But now we have different body sizes in between that. You know, we have slim fit. 
Uh, we have what we call um, Husky Athletic. Shout out to Anthony. You know, you go from big guy, now you're a slightly smaller guy with like, not boobs, but now you have no chest. Yeah. And now you, but, but you now have like a slim waist. Yeah. Now they got to make shirts that are like, they're like contour wide, for you. Yeah, they're kind of wider up top mm. and smaller on the bottom. I've, as you <laughs> know, nice. I've never had an issue buying clothes. I mean, <laughs> it's like a, it's a skinny thing. Um, everything's like no, no, no I did because small didn't fit. They were just too small, and like mediums are weird. So I wore a fucking medium type situation, but. I remember when um, Wish came about. Yeah. I used to shop off of there. And it was all Asian sizes. And it's just, no. <laughs> Toothpick designed. Like, a 3X there was actually like a extra large. Yeah. Clothing, but clothing has come a long way. Like, I'll look in my closet. No, no, not my closet. I was looking at pictures. From high school. And I don't know like who I'm more mad at. It was it myself or was it my mom? I'm gonna say my mom. Cause she let me walk at the house looking like that. <laughs> and more importantly, like clothes sizes were weird. Like a 32 back then was hella baggy. Yeah. Had all the pants were baggy back then. Well, that was yeah, that was the style. <laughs> And now with some um, nut huggers. Nut huggers and yeast infections. <laughs> um, I'm up there. I like I like the slim fits, but no, uh, I try not to you know, give myself too many yeast infections either. Not on yeah, just definitely not on set. <laughs> no. Gotta, gotta be comfy on set. I've had some bad days on set. I mean I I'll even wear I'll even wear fucking you know, relaxed jeans on set. You're not meant to be in jeans for 12 hours on your feet. No. It's not. You're not. Shorts, um, <laughs> this summer was uh, pretty harsh. And sunscreen, it's awesome. It's pretty. It does its job. But I've never been so burned. So No, 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 no. I'm going to say burnt in the slightest. I've never been so dark. Like, at the end of the day, um, if I was to know, pull up my shirt, and put my hand across my stomach, you know, you know kind of like force myself to have a gut. I can have like a low key prenatal picture. It's like 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 oh my oh, like, like like Benji's hand on that um that skinny woman's stomach who kind of looks like him. It was like six or seven different shades, more like four. <laughs> oh my god! I I am definitely hyperbolizing. I am definitely hyperbolizing that. What was like? What was it for you when the pandemic like? When it struck, which was March 13th. I was working with Josh May. I was in the middle of a job. Shut Josh May! Josh May. We were, he was driving the motor home, and the middle of the job, uh, I think it was the 14th, it was 13, 14, and 15. Mm-hmm. We worked the first day, and then... We broke for lunch on the 14th, and I think we stopped, like, after that, if I remember correctly. Maybe we finished the day? I forget. I honestly do forget. I, f- I feel like if we had been there, I feel like we finished the day. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. 
Um, but it stopped, and then we didn't go back the next day. Um, kind of we're all sitting around twiddling our thumbs like, what the fuck's going on? Um, waited, a, I forget how long I waited. Um, probably a week or two, and then I went home to Connecticut to my parents, probably not the smartest thing to do, but no. I went home for, I packed my bags for like two weeks. I stayed home for two months. About right. Um, I, I mean, there was why be? I, there's nothing to do. Like, and could you I was, become? I was could, collecting unemployment, but it was just like I was just paying the rent for my. I, it was stupid, but like I was living with my parents back east, having a gas, and I just paid rent on my place for like one month, just to like obviously keep my place, right. whatever. And then uh, once work started, once I started getting the calls late July, yeah, I'm gonna go back to work. Same here. I just remember like it was March 13th. Me and my boy were it was pouring raining. Like just like that rain on Monday, that rain. And I walked into him and he was in his truck looking like kinda sad. I'm like, what, what's, up, what's up, what's up, Playboy? He said, Man, Tom Haynes got on COVID. I was like, ah oh, shit. Hope he stays home. So like, yeah, we wanna stay home too. Got shut down. Lived on the lamb. It was awesome. Um, like the worst part of COVID was maybe like two weeks after, maybe like a month of just being in the house, not knowing what the fuck to do, because you can only clean your room so many times. Seriously, I was spoiled when I went home because it's like I shouldn't have been seeing my friends, but we were like we were like. I lived in the, I mean, Connecticut's the burbs in the woods. We all, we all have backyards. We all have campfires. We were all outside. It was like, we can all sit like far apart across a campfire. We can all still, you know, have a good little party. Just a couple of us. It's only like two or three of us because I never get to see my friends. Right. And it's like, okay, well, I'm safe. We've quarantined. We've gotten our tests. Like the only people we've interacted with are our parents. It's okay to go and hang it. Like it was, I do think it was a little. Yes, there is. There was the risk of getting it, but like yeah. right then in the beginning, it's just like we were all super quarantined. So it's just like okay, we. Mm. If you got a test and you've only been hanging out with the same people, and we all have the same test, I'm not saying it's all infallible, but like there was a was, little bit of slight overreacting. COVID was. I mean, I'm vaccinated, slight? but it's wait, like wait, 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 wait. I just wait. think nobody knew. I mean, we all didn't. I, nobody. Did you knew. say slight? Yeah. <laughs> just a slight. You were you there for the toilet paper wars? Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Every, as someone who lives by themselves, though, yeah. that's never really an issue. Yeah. <laughs> no, I the toilet paper wars first and foremost never need to happen because worst case scenario, you got your hand. You have towels. There's lettuce. There's multiple things you can use. There's napkins. Um, but like when COVID happened, I watched. Every pandemic movie, like the end was nigh. Yeah, for me, oh, yeah. right? Not as in like when I went outside, I want to die or whatnot. I just went through a binge. I watched The Stand. I read The Stand. I played every zombie apocalypse game I had. I watched Outbreak. Um, I think Contagion was on fucking repeat, and that was COVID. That scared the shit out of me. And uh. The other thing we're looking over a little bit, 
those uh the the riots. Oh, and then there were the um, the protest. The protest that turned into riots. Uh, we were talking about that today. Uh, we went down there to protest and went to Long Beach, and we we're there protesting again. Plea Prudati, you know, George Floyd passed. Breonna Taylor was killed. I mean, they're both killed. And Rashad Marbury, right? I may have been saying his name wrong. I apologize if I am. But we went down there to protest that. I so, hope safer than no, downtown. It was not that. It was, it was about the same. Jesus. Um, We got down there, me, my best friend, and her crew. And you know, we were down there saying, you know, protesting shit. We saw Black Jesus. That was awesome. And then they started shutting down the city behind us. So they more or less put like, it wasn't martial law, but the curfew. Right. Like, get the fuck out of Long Beach in time. And we saw agitators in the crowds while we were peacefully protesting. You know, again, plea brutality. You had people saying, hey, let's go toward the pike, which was the mall. Mm-hmm. And they wound up shooting rubber bullets at us, and that was pretty cool. Jesus. And I had to run to our cars. That was awesome. Jesus. Yeah. Um, that was the worst. And we're all out there protesting. Well, I'm glad you're safe. Thank you, sir. That's... <laughs> In the middle of a pandemic, too. Yeah. In the middle of a pandemic. Do you ever get... Um, do you get a chance to go out there and protest? Um... Slight sore spot for the wrong reason. I was seeing a girl at the mm. time who uh, we were supposed to go, and shit just went down that week between us, so we didn't end up going. Oh, okay. And um, I had planned to do it, and that was going to be fine, because she's in Simi Valley, mm. and I guess there's a lot of up there in Simi Valley. A lot and of I red. Guess, I guess they, some of her neighbors had like put out some nasty signs out there and Ooh. they they had a nice, her household has a nice mix of people of all different colors and genders and races and all different things. So they were like definitely not about that and they did not want to be near there and there were supposed to be more protests there so they were like all right let's all go do the main one downtown and i'm like you guys are dumb that's not going to be any safer but let's go and pro- like Nor- strength in numbers strength in numbers so like right. if anything strength in numbers so like whatever let's just let's go downtown and that'll be our thing and then like the two days leading up to it we just broke up yeah yeah. yeah, like, yeah, I'm not protesting. I'm over here but, making... And I wanted to go because I felt like a piece of shit for not going, but it's just like, I'm not going to go by myself. Because that's dangerous. No, that no. is dangerous. No. Uh, I would love to have gone, but I didn't have a group of people to go with, and that was going to be my group, and I was just like, okay, fine. So then I turned tail with my buddy Kurt because... In the middle of it, it started to get really bad, and I was living in NoHo at the time, and I think he was too, and they were starting to, like, we were scared of, like, not that we weren't scared of the riots. We were scared of, like, the 
police brutality, all the other bullshit, and all yeah. the effects like coming up into the valley. So straight up, I'm like, Kurt, let's. I I got my 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 best friend and college roommate lives all the way down in Orange County, mm-hmm. and I was like, Kurt, let's just go fucking ride this out. And we just threw everything in my car and just went down to Orange County and hide hide it out with Spencer for like a week or so. Amen. And waited for everything to like kind of calm down, and then we came back, and yeah, then we couldn't buy toilet paper for another fucking year. Yeah. <laughs> it was it got... like, what the hell, man? <laughs> I. The uh, protest, you know, we came out there to do something peaceful, and yeah. it turned to something that was ugly. And the message, you know, Delphi got across that you can't do this. Yeah. But, you know, that last part of the agitators. That, it's a bitter taste in them. Yeah, that wouldn't take advantage of, you know, what we're doing. I remember when... um. Like the bribe was happening, and I was very hesitant of like going down there. And the girl I was talking to at the time said that she's gonna go down to. I think she went to Santa Monica with one of her friends, and say, "No, we're gonna go down there." And I said, "I don't know. I don't know if you should do that." She's like, "Well, no, strength in numbers." And about three hours later, I got the phone call. When they didn't have a plan on where to meet up. And when shit went wrong, it went scattered. And it took a while for everyone to get back together. And they finally know, finally coalesced. I think they you know someone finally answered the phone and got back together. And they hightailed the fuck out of Santa Monica. At the same time, I think shit was going down in Long Beach. It was just protesting all over the place, rioting. My friend said they saw <clears throat> the cops wheeling in burned out vehicles beforehand. I believe. To make it look like shit had already happened and to blame protesters or shit for vandalism. Like, they literally, and someone sent me photos, like, of them, like, offloading, literally, like, already destroyed cop cars, like, covered in graffiti, like, Dude, bombed, I, out, de- bombed out. Dude, dead ass. I'm just like, yeah, there's, there's like, picture... I don't do the conspiracy thing, but that was one thing that someone like I saw some photos during mm-hmm. it, and I was like, "What the fuck?" No, I is seen this it. Shit, I seen it, and yes, I seen it when we were down there. You're planting everything. No, you have people in the like, the main group is in the middle of the streets, right? Sure. No, we're out there screaming. No, we can't breathe. We can't breathe. No, say her name, say his name, and on the outskirts. On the sidewalk is obviously where the you know the buildings are and the storefronts. There are people out there wearing full-fledged combat gear. That was definitely not some kid. That was definitely some dude that works for. Did I get it? No, I did not. There's a gnat in here, people. Um, <laughs> there are definitely guys out there in the corners, you no know, breaking shit that were. Part of, um, I would say, the police forces, and one group of people was literally trying to force it towards another avenue, which was going towards the mall. Ah, oh, goddamn it! I want to get that bug one of these days. <laughs> but I'm, I'm happy that um, last year it's over. Financially speaking, it, it was pretty good. 
in regards to, you know, working in COVID and having unemployment, you know, back to having a steady income. The best thing I can say about like what has happened in the past few months, like since Donald Trump has come out of office, is Biden a, a much better president? Like, no, no, he's not. Um, it's not. It's not the best time. But I can say this: way less um, tension in the streets. Uh, when I turn the news, less um, racially involved fights and whatnot. Uh, don't get me wrong; it definitely still happening. But in terms of what happened under Trump's presidency, I'm not seeing any fucking tiki torches. Yeah. It's a weird, weird world we live in right now, but it is weird. It's a weird kind of witch hunt. There was a time in which you didn't know someone's political views. But then again, like, if you're a Republican, I'm a Democrat. I'm like, all right, cool, bet. You want lead taxes, I want more taxes. You know, you want a club baby seals, I want a hug on trees. Like, that was, like, the dichotomy at first. But then Trump becoming to the White House, a lot changed. It's all skewed. And then like when you talk to yours, like sometimes I talk to my, not my, it was my, no, I talked to my dad, and he was like, you know what? Kind of agree with what Trump had to say about that, and it wasn't, re- and it's like, you agree with that? It's like, yeah. What he said about what? It was in return. It was in regards to. Um, it was in regards to taxes. Like my dad cared about his taxes more than anything. Oh, a lot of people agree yeah. with him on taxes, right? It's it's like a old, it's like an older person's um standpoint on Trump, but when you start getting to what has happened with like police brutality, and there is no, well, you know, if he was in the right area, no, no, don't. Yeah. Just because he's like, just because everyone agrees with him on taxes doesn't mean, yeah. I just it, one right does not cancel out a bajillion wrongs. No, um, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of find it hard to support anybody, right? If they have support from the KKK, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if if. If me enough, and um, said. if me and Topher fucking Grace walk into the goddamn um um ballot the vote the ballot vote box and we're on the same page, it's really fucked up. And you didn't say anything about like, hey dude, like fuck you, KKK, I don't want your vote. He was like, I mean. Good people on both sides. Fuck you, buddy. Yeah. No. There's no good people there. <laughs> There's no good people with hate. I don't I don't know what the fuck. Yeah. It definitely the past two years definitely brought out the ugly of America. But I do think it also brought out that we won't tolerate it. 
Nah. You just knew that. I also think we're way too sensitive, but that's a whole other thing. Way too sensitive in the sense of just like. Taking like, that class, just like we are too. Just I, I forget which comedian said it. You'll have to edit this part because I, I do. I forget which comedian said it. He had a great quote the other day. It was either Ricky Gervais. I think it was Ricky Gervais. He's like, I want to stay alive long enough to see the woke generation be not woke in their own time period. When uh, becomes like we're gonna get so woke that like we're gonna surpass the woke. Like you know what I mean? Like it they're is not even gonna be. And it's just like everyone just takes offense to everything, and it's just like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It is true. It's like that. That's been repeating itself in circles, but it has. But it's like you know, it's gotten to the point where that democratic mindset is now like, no. You're actually Hitler because at the same time it's just like you're it doesn't matter what size or what what you're fighting for it's just like if you take the stance where it's just like I'm going to cancel you because this is my opinion and it's right and if you don't believe this opinion we're canceling you how are you fucking different than the Nazis you are literally a fucking <laughs> Nazi even even if you're on the left side the mm-hmm. left side has become more like Nazis than the right side right now, in my in my current day opinion, because you're just getting to the point where you take offense to absolutely everything. You're not you're not at, you're just repeating opinions and facts without actually looking at or like exploring and looking at the situation for yourself or relate having some real life experience to something that you know. I just I don't we know. also cancel things because we. We feel that that will support, like the agenda. Um, I remember when. Um, don't get me wrong. There are things that should be quote unquote canceled. Right. But that whole way about doing that is like, no, you don't cancel someone. You fucking bring them to justice. You you bring a you bring a light on the problem. You say you fucked up. Look what we did with. We didn't even do it right with Harvey Weinstein, honestly. What happened? No, still. no. What I don't know what happened to anyone really, like after the Me Too movement. I know that no Aziz, I'm sorry, went away. And Mario Batali went away. My one of my favorite chefs. Mario Batali went away. Broke uh, my heart. Kevin Spacey went away. He's coming back now. Uh, who else went away? Uh, Louis C.K. He's his new special. Couple, couple I've months heard, ago. I heard, amazing. I heard it's, it's hilarious. So good. It's worth the five or eight bucks. I'll, I'll, I'll spend it's on that. So worth it. It's excellent. And then the well, Giant Deb's coming back. Yep. Giant Deb got canceled for different reasons. Yeah. He got canceled for yeah. apparently punching his wife. Kind of find out she was punching him. <laughs> Is not funny. No. But um, it was um, one thing that got canceled that I didn't. I I'm a I'm more of a, you know what? I don't fuck with that. And walk away from it, and like not fuck with it. Yeah. And be my that'd be my personal opinion. I remember when um we. We're supposed to start boycotting um, Chick Fil A because of um, gay rights, and like I was, I was like, I'm all for it. like, yeah, fuck Chick Fil A. Like, they're they're against my gay friends, 
And then I went to Chick-fil-A with my gay friend. Like, oh, like, I don't, you don't need to do that. Like, you don't need to, like, to cancel Chick-fil-A because of, like, my struggles. And my friend said, like, if, if I start going to Chick-fil-A, that's because of me. You ain't got to go start going to Chick-fil-A because you feel like you're connected to me. I'm like, I did not know that. I agree with that. They did do something recently, though, that I, I did. I haven't been in over a year. They did something. They gave a ton of bajillion. They gave like a way too much money to this organization, which then gave this money to this government in Africa, which did a coup, and now it's like gay is punishable by death. In their sounds about right. I if you dig deep enough these days, I I it's hard for me to say I like anything for sure without finding out that it did something wrong. Oh, um, everyone everyone's done something. I was reading, um, I was talking to one of my friends about um, Jude Law. Well, man, like, fucking love Jude Law. Saw that one movie, fucking awesome. He's going to be in Captain Marvel, fucking amazing. And then it was told to me, like, yeah, you know, he like, cheated on his wife and did this and did that. I'm like, oh, fuck. God damn it. Yeah. Only person to survive not being canceled recently was Robert Downey Jr. For uh, blackface, for blackface, and and but you see the reason why, and he talks about that a lot recently, is because mm -hmm. he that literally he was like that was when was that movie? And I I know you're gonna shock. You're no, gonna shock. I just saw it. Yeah, finally because every all of my friends we always start it, we never finish it. It's uh. a long fucking movie. So I've seen that intro like I've probably seen the first hour, hour and a half of that movie. Fuck man, like ten or twelve times. I've actually seen it from start to finish once and that was literally like a couple weeks ago uh but yeah and now you hear him you hear him talk about it. he's like that was literally done right before everyone kind of like got super sensitive was it wrong thousand percent but i mean it was wrong it, it was, was wrong but like even like as he said he asked all of his friends in the community he was like look, this is how we're going about this. And he said like 90% of them, 99% of the community were like, we're on board. I don't think he was wrong at all. Um, no, it's the network for coming right. up with the idea and the concept no, not, of doing No, not that. even that. Not even that. It's That with blackface, it's going to sound wrong. It was done right because it was a joke. The whole it's making right. if you get mad at it, right. then you're missing the point. The whole exactly. joke, the whole joke exactly. of him being in blackface is he's this super duper out of this bonkers actor. He's making he's bringing awareness he to how wrong right. it is. He he's did. literally making like you aware of how ridiculous and, and every, wrong. This and is. every time he does make like a racially ambiguous joke that will make you deathly fucking cringe in any other movie. The black character addresses it each right and there. every <laughs> fucking time. It's like, dude, you're Australian. So act like Australian guy. He's like, got it. Got it. But this ain't like um Jimmy Kimball when he did Blackface. He did um Charles Barkley. Wasn't that recently? No, it was not. That was like on the man show. Hmm. He may have done something recently as well, but I know definitely when he did it on the man show. 
And then Prince did um he dressed up as Prince. No, I mean Jim not I mean Jimmy Fallon dressed up as Prince. It worked. But did he do blackface? Why, why? Or no, he no. just wore all like purple sequin right, outfit. Hey, Prince is last can do. So yeah. he dressed like Prince. Like I will like for Halloween, like I will dress up as Bill Murray character from um Ghostbusters. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna do fucking whiteface. I don't think it'll work. But I remember last year, there was this one um, one video. It was this um, white couple going to the bathroom, and the video was not awesome. It was like, how to make a nigger, which was not good. They said, okay, well, you know, pour a little bit of water. They had a piece of paper, right? One piece of paper, like, okay, have a job. Nope, no water. Um, Beach your baby mama. Poured a whole bunch of water on it. The joke was really fucking shitty. And was it this got, on YouTube? It was on the YouTube. No, no, this was on what like the um, fuck. This was either on um, TikTok or Instagram. It got canceled. I mean, they got kicked out of school. The couple. And I thought that was a good thing. As in, like, people really think that these jokes these days are. You can get away with them because you're doing the privacy of your own home. And then you put them on the internet and you think, how the fuck can you do that joke in 2000, in 2020, and think you can get away with it? And you think it's good, saying good taste. Like, oh, I didn't know it was offensive. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> you're gonna 2021. Sit, you're going to sit there and tell me um, how to make niggers. I'm for the cancel culture in a sense of if you're a fucking dumbass, you do some dumb shit and say the dumb shit in fucking public, you deserve to be at the house. Because that's how you're going to weed people out. You know, you make these shitty ass jokes and you think you're funny. And you're like, oh no, I thought that was funny. No, it was funny to you, but you're also a racist. And sometimes we need snakes to, we need the rats to weed out the snakes. I think your reputation should precede you, which is not easy in this day and age. No. It's pretty impossible, which is why it is a huge confidence booster when I hear people are like, yeah, hire this dude. He's a hard worker. Like, even though I'm probably most definitely on my way out of this shit, because mm -hmm. I just can't anymore. I just, I can't. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I could be, you could give me my dream job of being a second AC tomorrow. I'm fucking over it, dude. Mm -hmm. I'm over this. I am over this grind, this hustle, not having been on a date in like two years. I haven't, I don't get to see any friends or family. I don't have any time outside of work. I come home, I work out, I eat, I go to bed, rinse, repeat. I get a day off. You make hot sauce. I, I sleep in to maybe get some of that sleep back. Mm -hmm. By the time, I don't make hot sauce if I'm lucky. By the time I, I sleep, work out, do the grocery shopping, laundry, take care of everything in my house, change, do like everything when you get a day off. It's like, fuck, it's six, seven o'clock. I'm having some bourbon and 
maybe playing a game or something with my buddies, and I'm going to bed at 8 o'clock. Not 8 o'clock. I'm going to bed at, like, 10, 11 on a day-off day. And we're and so I'm just fried. I love it when, like, someone asks, like, so what are you doing today? Nothing. And... They're like, like, oh, so we can hang out. I'm like, uh, no. no. <laughs> I need to figure Process. out. Process. I need to figure out where those keys are. <laughs> yeah. I need to do this paperwork. I got to go to the hardware store. I got to go to this. I got to get this fit. I got to get this cut. I got to go do clothing shopping. It's just like, yeah, being an adult, sure. But it's just like, you don't, like, if you work a nine to five, you can knock some of that shit. You can, like, if you work a nine to five, Monday through, Monday through Friday, you don't have to do that shit on your day off on Saturday or Sunday. I don't, because you can, you work, you have hours in your day, like, oh, cool. And especially if you're fucking working at home like everyone is, like, I'm sure they're pulling their brains out. I I, I, I don't know what the hell I would do, but it's like, there I am no so good at multitasking because it's just like, yeah, if I'm, at least if I'm making hot, not really, but it's like, in theory, it's like, oh, I'm doing this thing's cooking on the stove it's like while that's happening i can have laundry going i can be working out i can like do a lot of things at the same time and be proactive but it's there's also something to be said and just like enjoying yourself and doing one of those things and not having to stress and do it all at yeah. the same fucking time <laughs> like i i have since this last job has ended i have enjoyed being lazy yeah like, what do you do today like um Smoke some weed, <laughs> and um, I watch Godzilla versus Kong. Right for the fifth time, yeah, for the fifth time today, because um, my fucking day off. But tomorrow, I'm... the good thing about you know being able to procrastinate is knowing that you can do it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, and trust me, there've been times in which I've sat here like I'm going to do that thing I said I was going to do all day and have not done it. Until like near the end of the day and did that thing that I had to do and said, Wow, man, I got a lot done today. All right. <laughs> All right. I was gonna finish typing up this 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 one page this, this script I'm writing. Yes, I'm writing a script. And now I can go nap. <laughs> Eric, I'm not done with the grind. I mean, I want the grind to be a little bit more consistent. Yeah. Um but the grind, I like the change. You know, you go from different environments, different sets, and if you are that dude, nothing changes. No, for me, each day is SSDD. Same set. No, I forgot. Wait, look, SSDD, same shit, different day. Same set, different day. Yeah. Yeah. It's all the same. Different circus. Different um actors, but you know, they call me on the phone, and I'm gonna do the best to be awesome. Hopefully, my phone don't die. Get hired on the next one, and next one's better. Cause one day we're all gonna sit back. We're gonna make a fucking movie, Eric. Yeah. All my PA friends that um, I've worked with over the years, we're all getting to positions where we're better people. You know, you may you may be leaving production, but your mindset will still be there. And although you're not working in Hollywood, still working the camera, still working it. You're still working it. 
Just refocusing. Ah, get it, refocus because you can get because get it because refocus because he has a camera. <laughs> See, that's aperture talking for you. Well, Eric, I want to start bringing this show to an end. Sounds good. But please, good. before we do, tell the good people where we can find you on the, the internet and all that jazz. Yeah, so actually a little excitement about that. I got my website up and going now. So I have a legit website. You can go and find me at smallpicturescontent.com. I own it. Yay! Um, S-M-O-L-picturescontent.com. Um, my Instagram handle is at E-D-S-M-O-L-E-N, Eric Daniel Smolin. And my alternate Instagram handle, which you can find um, as a follower in that one is small bites cooking if you want to be really hungry um i forgot to tell you people this man cooks <laughs> that that'll definitely uh that's all food porn i definitely do a little bit of double posting but the main instagram account has uh all of my crazy adventures on and offset looking all buff and making hot sauce and shit fun i like i think i have a pretty good instagram um i enjoy it like i'm still your friend <laughs> <laughs> i try to keep it interesting um and this job definitely keeps it interesting but yeah um instagram and my website are definitely where you can find me and um yeah all right thank you thank you thank you no thank you well i'm benji by the way uh you can find me on the gram at um I changed my name by the way. It is now Go Ben Coco. G O B N C O C O Go Ben Coco. And you can also find me on the Twitter at um Westside Benji. And if you do care about this here podcast, do me a favor. Like and subscribe. Uh give me a review. Where you're locating all this? Oh, wait, wait, wait! All this is already said in my promo. I don't need to say all that. It's already said in the promo, but I'll say it anyway. Um, <laughs> if you if you care about the show, do me a favor, do all that good shit. Um, you can also go to Anchor. Um, you can donate to the show one dollar, five dollars, or twenty dollars. Um, all contribution go towards um enhancing the quality of this here show. But um, this is Benji. Bringing um this here episode of Cables Heroes to a close. Eric, my good man, I want to say thank you one last time. Thank you, Benji. Thank you, thank you. You have no idea what this man had done for me. Um, we have played many degrees of bacon in my years. Um, I worked with him on this one job. They got me to another job. He worked with me on this one. He put me in that job. Got me this name. Got me that name. And now. You got me low-key in COVID compliance. So, Eric, dude, one more time, thank you. Hell yeah, bud. All right. Well, this show is going to come to a fucking close. Out you be playing now. Long days and pleasant nights.